welcome everyone here at Boss It. We would love to hear from you. Join us in our Boss It community by heading over to our website, bossitclub.com and join our mailing list. As we grow, we will be launching our community of fellow Boss It BFFs and we want you to be a part of it. Okay, Sophie and Noreen, let's dig into this. I can't wait to tell them all about how we got here. Welcome to the Boss It Podcast. My name is Sophia Noreen and I took an Etsy startup and launched it in big box retailers within 12 months. As a creative with an entrepreneurial drive, I left my full-time career in healthcare to find better harmony between career, family, and self-care. We believe you can have it all. Yes, you can launch and run a successful, scalable business while maintaining harmony in all aspects of your life. We believe we can learn from each other and draw on many experiences to create the best life possible. During each episode, we will share proven life hacks that will keep you on top and striving every day. There should be no hesitation. Make a plan, take action. We are here for you. Everyone, this is Laura Hargrave. She's a CA (laughs) by trade, photographer, mother of four boys. Yeah. And welcomed her new baby boy in September. Yep. Happy little ball of chub. He's adorable. Uh, So Laura has also started her agency. I'll call it an agency. How do you refer to it? So amidst all of the chaos of a new child and running a photography business, I've decided to also start another business. (laughs) Those ambitious women. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So tying back to my roots, my financial roots, I've opened a new business called financiallyorganized.ca. And yeah, we're a bookkeeping business for small businesses, creatives, makers, sellers, all these little niche areas. I really want to help them out. So yeah. As everyone knows, Laura has been behind the scenes with also Sophia, which is our product-based business for anybody who's new to the podcast or wherever catching this episode. So Laura has been helping us stay organized as much as she can, because everyone knows I'm a hot mess when it comes to just doing stuff. So we have a few people now that I've been fired a few times from this role. So essentially Laura, and we have two other team members that are knee deep in the money, right, Laura? But Today, Laura's come on here because she wants to help you guys save a little bit of moolah in your business and give you some tips and strategies. So I think I'm going to hand her over the mic and she's going to lead us through her four tips on how to save you more money as a business owner. Is that right? Yeah. And this is just good for anyone in general. You don't even need to own a business. These are just kind of little personal tidbits that I think that'll make a big difference and you can do really quickly and save yourself some money. And the best part is we can use Sophia Noreen here as an example (laughs) because I know her so well. We can pick apart all her bad habits and tell her how she can save some money too. Yeah, exactly. And so again, anybody who's new to the channel or to the podcast, Laura has been my best friend since we were six years old and I don't want to give away our ages, but it's been a very long time. So she knows me in and out and she knows how crazy it can be when it comes to spending money when it's something I like to spend money on. So this is going to be great. And before we go much further, I'm going to prompt everyone to go ahead and click the links below and follow Laura on all of her platforms, all her financially organized platforms and her personal platform if she chooses to put it up there. And I'm going to hand it over to her. So go ahead, Laura, tell us the four tips. Okay, so number one check your subscriptions. So this is a biggie because a lot of us sign up for things. And then, you know, unless you're in the books every week or month, 
on a continual basis. Things just get renewed automatically. And then suddenly a year later, we're going, oh, I still have that. (laughs) And also, as you know, things go up in price. So I don't know if you noticed the most recent price increase for Netflix, but I was a little shocked when I saw it come through. I think it's almost up to like $18 a month now. And it started at what, like $8, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. In Canada, right? We're talking Canadian dollars. Yeah, yeah. So these are just examples of go and see, look at a monthly statement. What's coming out every month? Do you have three television provider streamers that you have? Like, do you need all of those every month? What if you do like six months of one company and six months of another or put it on hold for a while? I know like HelloFresh is another one that I'm guilty of. That's a food service that brings you kind of your meal to pre-cook. And Mm -hmm. you really got to watch because if that gets rolling along, it can be pretty expensive if Mm -hmm. I forget about it and don't have it set up. So such an easy, easy way is to go through that monthly statement, see what you've got there. Even annually, I know some things renew annually. So it's a great practice to just go through your business and see like, do you have a storage cost and sort of look to what they're offering now? Like, is that package what you need? Is it comparable to what you want to pay? Is there another service that does it better for cheaper? Those kind of things are so important. And you can save some good chunks of money really easily just by putting things on hold or checking to make sure you're on the right subscription. So maybe you need to downgrade if you're not using something as much. I guess I should share my sad story around (laughs) this. The Laura jumped into the books and then I realized I was paying for a subscription. So what happens with many companies that they'll give you the option of pausing, okay? That pause is a trick. I actually don't like that pause. So I paused. I was like, yeah, I guess I want to keep it. And then they started charging me for like two months. And then I went back and Laura sent over the statements and I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, I didn't realize I was still paying 60 something dollars Canadian. It was like 49 US. So do the conversion for this thing for the last two months. I think when you run a business and even your own household, there's just so many things coming through that it's easy to miss sometimes, right? Those mm-hmm. numbers. So would you suggest to put us on pause or would you suggest just to cancel it? Like that's a really difficult situation that I was in. And if you had not looked at the books at that point, I probably wouldn't have caught it for like a couple more months. Mm-hmm. So a habit I recently got into that I think is super helpful is using Google Drive and spreadsheets in there and sort of using spreadsheets to track so many things in my life. And this is one of the things that you can do is go through for the year, track every subscription you have, how much it costs you, when it renews, that kind of thing. And then that way, if you're kind of wanting to pause it, at least you sort of have it right there. I'd put it a reminder in your phone. I do that as well for myself. I say, check on HelloFresh next week or upcoming renewal for my web host or something like that. So I put those sort of reminders in my phone, but then I also have the gigantic list in Excel or like your spreadsheet on Google Drive there. And I just think it's helpful because too, if you want to save some money, seeing it in its entirety really helps you to say, okay, do I need all of this? Especially for me in the photography industry, the programs are becoming more and more robust as you go. So like somebody who used to maybe just do one aspect of our photography is now offering multiple areas for the same price that I'm paying. So I could probably cancel the other service that I had doing that before because this guy offers all in one, right? It's kind of helpful to sort of like, that's why I like the spreadsheet approach is to kind of be able to say, okay, yeah, I have this. What do they offer? And then it just gives you that sort of chance to really organize yourself and see where you might be able to 
nip and tuck there some money. And it makes sense. That makes sense. Basically getting all of your expenses down on a spreadsheet and then specifically the subscriptions and manage them that way. So even if we hit pause, then you're reminded to come back to it later. Yeah, exactly. Put it in your phone, I guess. Set it yourself on an alarm. Okay. So number two, I love this and I'm ruthless with this. I've been doing it since my early, early 20s. So take a look at your fixed contracts, things like insurance, cell phone bills, those kinds of things. Everything is negotiable. (laughs) And I know it does take some time. It takes a little bit of work, but honestly, you can save a good chunk of money. So insurance companies are there. Generally, they're just going to renew your insurance contract every year. They're not saying, ooh, where could we save her some money? How can we look? Like they don't care, right? No, they don't. So you need to call your broker or you need to call your agent and say, hey, I see my business plan is coming up for renewal, my car insurance, my house insurance, whatever it is, and say, I want you to shop around. I want to make sure I have the best price or maybe look at your deductibles. We recently did that. We went through all our vehicles and all our assets and said, okay, what's the most appropriate deductible for us today? And also some companies have like a reverse deductible where like if you have so many years without a claim, they'll start to like take your deductible down. So that's a good way to save money. So just asking the questions of your broker, because that's technically what they're there to do. Just so often they don't do it unless you ask. So it's definitely worth making a phone call. It is a little bit more work, but I guarantee you can probably find a way to save some money. And if not, at least you're feeling like organized and understanding of what it is you have and what you're paying for, right? And when you sign the contract, aren't you obliged to stay with the company for one year? Or how does that look like with auto insurance? Yeah, yeah. Usually you stay within the year, but then once it comes up for renewal is when you can sort of start to shop around kind of feels. Other thing that I've recently come across, and I know this is a big area where a lot of people spend a lot of money is cell phone bills. Mm. And there's a lot of competition out there and there's a lot of change. I've noticed in the last year or so, previous to this, small business plans on cell phone providers didn't provide any savings versus just being a person like me just walking up, say, hey, I want a cell phone instead of saying like financially organized is the cell phone holder. But I've actually noticed that the last year or so, they've made huge improvements for small business plans. So I definitely recommend that's worth a phone call or checking it out on their website. I think I saved $75 a month off the hop from switching it to a small business plan. And then of course, like I have my husband on it and you can add other family members as well, but also keeping an eye on that. So I went into my online bill the other day and sort of looked at the plans and what they had available. And you can actually more often than not get more data for less money because as time goes on, right, they tend to offer more and more for Mm -hmm. less. And so I had been enrolled in a plan from like a year or two ago. And then I'm like, oh, I could be paying less than getting more. So that's one of those things to go in and check periodically. Like maybe again, that's putting a cell phone reminder every six months or one year, like check out your phone plan because you can save huge amounts of money by staying on top of that. And contracts like that are billed monthly as well. So again, that's somewhat like a subscription, but these are locked in plans that you would have for the year, for example. The cell phone tip is amazing. Like that's what we did too. We switched from a personal cell phone over to a small business. So I know many 
individuals listening are business owners. So do check that out. Don't wait, because I think you can do that pretty quickly if you're not on a contract with your personal plan. Yeah, we've been buying our cell phones outright the last few times. I just find that that gives you a little bit more plan flexibility, right? Because once you're locked in without buying the cell phone and you're sort of locked in that plan, there's not much you can do to save. But definitely buying outright gives you a huge advantage to being able to like bounce around to whatever meets your needs. Yeah, for sure. That's a very good tip. And then setting a phone reminder, alarm, a calendar invite yourself to be like, I'm going to check out all my bills this afternoon, for example. That's what I would probably yeah. do, stick in my calendar somewhere. Yeah. So I know like, for instance, my insurance renewal comes up in May. So every April 1st, I put in my phone, like call insurance company, (laughs) just to kind of give you that like buffer room, but then also some negotiation, knowing that you're renewing within the next month or so. Right. Exactly. Okay. Number three tip. Noreen is going to love this. So (laughs) points programs. Mm -hmm. I've been a huge fan of points programs for so long. It's kind of like a little perk and it also saves us a bunch of money. So it's definitely worth investigating and comparing among the banks who offers the most points per buck and that sort of thing. But you get some sweet savings out of it. So you're using your points really for luxury, I suppose, like the vacation, which is great. In our situation, we have Amex Gold and we're likely going to switch to Amex Platinum because they're really great at letting you buy or put your points towards purchases on your card. And when you're in a startup situation and you're really heavy on the expenses because purchasing products for the also Sophia brand, and just like your husband, Laura, he has to purchase, I guess, materials for his customers. You can start running a little dry in the bank account here and there. So I literally will use a lot. I mean, I've availed all the points right now for purchasing a product. And so I'm going to drop a link below the video or in the podcast if you do want to check out Amex Gold or Platinum because I find that it's a pretty healthy return. You do have to pay for the card, but again, it pays itself back because of all the points. And it's a charge card. So you have a huge, huge limit on your card if you need it to purchase. Yeah, and that's the other good point. So a lot of these credit cards aren't free. Actually, I think every points card, pretty much you do pay for it annually. Mm -hmm. But again, that's something that you need to consider in your situation. So if the card is $150 a year, what am I getting back in points in the year? Does it make sense to have it? So for maybe my photography business, not so much. I don't purchase a lot of items. So for me, I don't have a points credit card. So kind of comparing those things like, okay, is the $150 cost going to get us $1,400 worth of free flights? Like, Mm. No brainer. So those are the kinds of things that you want to check out when you're making that decision, but there's some good opportunity there. Okay. And then the last money saving tip and Sophia Noreen here, I think this is like right down your alleyway is coffee, tea, coffee, you know, beverages, right? Okay, go ahead. What do you got to say about the coffee? Okay. (laughs) So you go through the Starbucks drive-thru and you're probably paying. I know you don't, but I don't. Many people do, right? (laughs) Yeah. You're going through those Starbucks drive-thrus and I'm thinking like $6, probably minimum. Mm -hmm. I've been to a few gourmet shops around here. That's the same sort of average cost for a latte or whatever your fancy is. And again, go back to the loyalty program if you can, if they have something like that available. But make your own stuff. Make your own drinks. It is not hard now to 
get accessible, amazing drinks, right? Like hot drinks. You can make your own lattes and cappuccinos and espressos. It's not hard to access those things anymore. There's so many great machines out of there that you can get. So even if you're spending and splurging for that Nespresso machine you've been eyeing up or whatever it is, your favorite matcha brand at home, it's still going to be cheaper than you driving there going through the drive through and whatever, like you're saving money by doing it at home. So you know, now I'm just in the habit, like even Tim Hortons, you can buy the tea in the box and take mm. it home. So you're not paying like oh. every time you go what? through, right? Oh, you mean like the baggies, like if you'd like, yeah, that like if you love their tea, and you want their tea, like you can buy a box of it and take it home and do it yourself. So oh. anytime before hockey or whatever like that, I don't go through the Tim Hortons drive-thru. I just make it quickly and head out the door with my Yeti and I'm happy and good to go. And I probably save myself a dollar fifty in the process. And Starbucks, you're saving yourself like four or five dollars just by having a machine at home. That that floors me as well. Now I already told you I don't like drive-thrus, so that's not me. And so yeah, I do the instant coffee at home, which is the saddest of all the coffees. I know. And I have a very nice machine in the home that my husband uses. I refuse to learn how to use it. I'm not doing any grinding or tamping of any sort of grinds that I'm half asleep. But I think that's a great point. I think it goes along the lines of saying, what have we been conditioned habitually to do because of the society we live in? And it's a lifestyle, right? My kids showed me a video of a YouTuber and he was making fun of Starbucks. And he's a younger guy. He was like in his 20s. He's making fun of the lifestyle and Starbucks and how frustrating it is even just to get up and go to the lineup. It's so long and you wait for your coffee. I think if you're looking to save money, then those mm-hmm. are quick fixes. And if you multiply oh, by six times 20, so you go 20 times yeah. a month, what is that? Yeah, like you can just save so easily by doing it at home. It's amazing. Like I think back to my early 20s when I would like head to work and every day I would stop by the coffee shop or whatever and grab it on the way to go. And now I don't ever go at all because I can do it myself at home and it saves me so, so, so much money. So 100% put that money towards something else Put that 120 towards buying your favorite equity in a company. And that's all into stock investing, which we won't talk about today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not talking about spending today. We're saving. So those are my four tips. So go through your subscriptions, go through your fixed contracts, like insurance, your cell phone bills, the things that you pay either monthly or annually, just have a quick peek and see where you might be able to connect with someone to get a better deal. Take advantage of those apps and the points programs because I definitely think they are so worth it. And lastly, watch what you're drinking there. Don't pour the dollars down the drain. (laughs) Okay, those are amazing four tips. We are going to, of course, put them in the show notes so you guys can screen capture and act on every single one of those tips, put them in your calendars. And we will link a few more things, like a couple of the programs that we spoke about during the show. And Laura has started a brand new agency. So if you need her services as a bookkeeper, go ahead and tell us a little bit more about that. So right now we're offering virtual bookkeeping services, lots of record keeping and data entry and some analysis. We're also offering uh, financial organization reviews. Maybe you're a DIYer and you like doing your own recording, but Mm -hmm. you're not so sure about a few things. You have some questions or you want to make sure you're doing it efficiently or you want to get set up on a certain sort of workflow and you're not sure how. That's where we sort of step in and we can also offer those services for you as well. 
Fantastic. And make sure you follow her account. She's dropping some amazing pieces of advice weekly, I think. Laura, you're pretty consistent yeah. on social. So yeah. that yeah. is exciting. And you know how we say, guys, we always say you have to make a plan and take action. So make sure you do make a plan and take action because money is extremely important. I'm learning. I don't think I'm doing too badly, but it could have been a lot worse if Laura had not been around to help me through it. So if you need her services, you are creative. Make sure you reach out to her. Okay, guys, I think that's it. Laura, do you have anything else to say to our listeners? No, thanks for having me. It was good to finally be back. You better come (laughs) back. All right. All right, guys. Thanks again. Remember, make a plan and take action. And yes, you can have it all. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. So my fellow bosses, did you enjoy that episode? Now it's time for you to make a solid plan and take action. But first, remember to subscribe and follow the Boss It podcast so you receive a notification whenever we drop an episode. Remember to leave us a review on iTunes. Take a screenshot of your review and share it on Instagram as a post or a story and tag us at Boss It Club. If Instagram is not your thing, no worries. Email your screenshot to podcast at bossitclub.com. As a massive thank you, we will be sending you our top 50 tips for starting and scaling a business. This list is exclusively for podcast reviewers, so don't miss out. Now remember, bosses, make a plan and take action in all aspects of your life. Yes, you can have it all.